If you're a parent, what do you do if your daughter or son faces an unplanned pregnancy? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey talks with an expert. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Mom, Dad, I'm pregnant. Those few words can suddenly change a parent's life. You probably heard advice for young women facing an unplanned pregnancy, but what about her parents? Well, Jane Schooler experienced it firsthand and used that experience to write a book called Mom, Dad, I'm Pregnant. Jane, first, let's just tell your personal story. Our daughter came home from college on a spring afternoon, and we thought it was just come in and do the laundry and, and leave, and that's not what happened. She stayed and stayed through the evening, and about 8 o'clock, she sat down at the kitchen table and said, I need to tell you something. I'm pregnant. And that's not where we planned at all, had even thought we would be there with her. She was just barely 21. What was your reaction? My first reaction was disbelief. I cannot believe this. Shock. And my husband's a pastor of a large church here in Dayton, and he wasn't home yet. And then my concern was how would he respond to this. And, of course, we were both very angry and hurt, and she was hurt and confused. That first evening, there were a lot of emotions. But as time went on, we were able to kind of work through the process. This is uncharted territory for most people. What are some of the things, based on your experience, that families need to understand about this whole journey? They're going to be at a place where they've never been. They're going to be experiencing emotions that they have never experienced before in a relationship to this. And that they are going to be faced with looking at their core values. Many families are pro-life families, and they... All of a sudden, they're staring it right in the face. What are we going to do here now that it's us? And so I think they are going to feel very threatened by it. It's a threat to them as parents, our reputation, that we failed here. It's a threat to their daughter and her reputation. And so they're looking not at the baby, but they're looking at it as a threat to everything they have planned for the future. Well, you mentioned it a second ago. We can't have this conversation without at least touching on the controversial topic of abortion. But the fact is that it is a legal option, and even some religious parents are open to that, right? Right, they are. When I work with a lot of these families that are facing this issue, I try to tap into where they are dealing emotionally. And they are in crisis right now. And sometimes when we're in crisis, we make decisions that if we just waited a little while and let time move forward a little bit and kind of let our emotions settle down, we would make a far different decision. So I think for families facing that, if they give a time, they might come up with a whole different answer to that. There are a lot of other decisions as well involved in these cases that I'm sure that most of us can't even imagine. Right, and I think one of the decisions that's not given much discussion today, my professional field, is that of adoption. And that is a very viable option for families that are looking at this and say, we cannot parent this child, our daughter cannot parent this child. What's the other alternative? And an adoption, especially with so much openness in adoption today, that's a much viable option for families that they are choosing to look at. I would think the thought for a lot of parents or potential grandparents would be pretty scary giving their grandchild away to strangers through adoption. It is, but I think what adoption says about birth grandparents, the ones that are allowing this adoption, is that they see the big picture and they realize that they may be able to get this little person started, but are they going to be there, able to be there for whatever need this child's going to have growing up? And it's a very sacrificial love. It's not a warm, soft, cuddly kind of love. It's, I heard one adoption author said it's a love that is written in tear-smirched journals because it is a very sacrificial kind of love. Very difficult. In a lot of these situations, the new mother and child end up living at home with the new grandparents. I'm sure that's yet another major transition, isn't it? Oh, it is. And Christy came home to spend six months with us right after Micah was born. 
our biggest balancing act was we wanted her to be the mom and we wanted Micah to attach to her and finding the balance to help her and support her but not taking over for her. And I think that's a big balancing act where you'll make mistakes and back up and retry again. So I think that's big and that you allow the mom to be the mom. Just to wrap this up, if you could choose one point that parents need to know in a situation like this, what would it be? There is an answer. And I would seek out support. Pregnancy resource centers or adoption agencies are in every community that can reach out and help families. I think that's very, very important. Jane Schooler, the author of the book Mom, Dad, I'm Pregnant. Do you have a website where people can find more information? Yes, sir. JaneSchooler.com. It's J-A-Y-N-E Schooler.com. All right. Thank you very much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that's it for this edition of InfoTrack. To get more information about our guests and topics, you can find InfoTrack online at TalkZone.com. InfoTrack is a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. Internet services provided by Pair.com. Special thanks this week to InfoTrack reporters Taryn McCall and Roy Mackey and our executive producer Randy Meyer. I'm Chris Whitting, inviting you to catch us next time on another edition of InfoTrack.